Welcome, friends and church leaders. We understand that church leaders today face many challenging situations that often leave them with more questions than answers. We are here to help them find answers to their questions so that they can lead more effectively and with confidence. This is the Effective Church Leaders Podcast. We're your hosts, Carrie and Becky Holton, and thank you for tuning in. Yes, thank you so much. And today's podcast is a continuation of last week's episode. So if you were not able to hear episode number 92, you might want to listen to that one before listening to this one. This episode is helping guests to engage beyond the Sunday assembly, part two. And we want to answer the question, how can church leaders help guests to engage beyond the Sunday worship service? Right. We really did not answer this question last week as we intended. No. Instead, we talked a bit about three levels of engagement with guests and some of the barriers that keep guests from engaging the church and her message. Right. And I think it might be a good place to start this episode by saying a word or two about those three levels. Why don't we begin by defining what we believe is the win for each of those three levels? Okay. Take Let's it do away. that. Well, to recap, the first level that we mentioned was the pre-guest experience. Long before our future guests come to a weekend service, church leaders need a strategy for engaging them. At this level, the congregation needs to be encouraged to build relationships with outsiders, people outside the faith and outside the church. And after all, research shows that 75 to 90 percent of people will come to your church through an invitation of a friend or family member. So building relationships with people who need Jesus and then actually inviting those friends to a weekend service goes a long way to make followers of Jesus. Absolutely right. We might say that the win in level one is to inspire your congregation to build relationships with the lost. And we might add one more win at this first level of engagement, and that's seeing outsiders come to a weekend service for the very first time. The ultimate win of level one is to welcome first-time guests. So churches need a pre-guest strategy for seeing first-time guests. That's right. And that would involve attention to the church's website and the content of the website and training Christians in how to actually build friendships with people who need the Lord. I'm afraid a lot of us may have forgotten how to do that. So we need some training in that area. You know, that's something we might need to talk more about sometime in Mm -hmm. the future is that I do think social media, isolation, all kinds of things have contributed to us forgetting some of the finer points of how to be a good friend, how to build relationship. But that's that's for another day. Let's move on. The second level of engagement is what the church does to welcome guests to the weekend assemblies and what they do to encourage first-time guests to run to return for a second and then hopefully a third and a fourth time. We want first-time guests to come back, don't we? You got that right. I mean, that's the point. Yeah. So, you know, we might say that the win for this level two engagement is to see first-time guests become returning guests. That's the single objective, I would, I would think. Seeing first-time guests return 
uh, when those first-time guests do show up. That's right. And and now moving on for the third level of engagement, what we talked about at length in the last episode, we want to see returning guests engage the church and our message beyond the weekend worship services. The win at this level is helping people take a step towards community. Mm-hmm. That is, helping a guest engage in a relationship with someone who's part of the church. Right. I think many of our listeners will find that very interesting. Why don't you explain to us uh, why it is important to help guests engage someone at the church? Let's dig a little deeper than we normally do in this conversation because, well, it's Jesus that attracts people, right? All right. You know, Jesus is the draw. Jesus is the attraction for who he is and what he can do for a person, what he's already done. But where's Jesus today? He is in us. He's present in his church. I mean, scripture says the church is the body of Christ after all, right? That's right. We're the body of Christ. So at first, before there is ever a Bible study with someone who needs Jesus, people need to see Jesus in the church. Preach. (laughs) (laughs) It is the church then that attracts people. Now, this is something that we all might want to really think about. It's the church that attracts people because the church is the representation of Jesus. So We forget that. We do. We do. So it's important to help guests engage community, to build relationships with Christians in whom Jesus lives. I really like how you said that. So what are some of the effective strategies for doing what we're talking about? What can church leaders do to help guests engage community in in the church since that's where Jesus is. Well, before we get to some practical suggestions, hon, or some practical strategies, I think we should underscore the importance of letting people know that they indeed need to take a next step. You know what I mean? Yes, that's a great point. Well, yeah, what I mean by that is that we need to build into our church culture the expectation that people do more than just attend. Truth. Of course, this would apply to both those who are already a part of Christ's body as well as those who may only be second, third, fourth, or eighth time guests. Yes. So we are saying, aren't we, that we need to clearly communicate to attenders the need to take a next step, that it's just not enough to just become a pew warmer. I think church leaders really do need to be clear and direct about this. I think we believe a lot of a lot of what we expect out of people and what Jesus expects out of them that they can kind of just pick it up by osmosis mm-hmm. that if they just come to church on Sundays, become regular attenders, they sit in that pew that they will eventually learn what Jesus expects of them just kind of automatically it's just going to kind of seep in that they'll just absorb these teachings in time but i think church leaders need to be more direct and not assume amen amen and our guess is that if they are not more direct one of the reasons may be that they think they will scare people away if if they do if they do clearly articulate expectations they may scare people away right and we've talked about this before but we don't believe that's accurate no People want a challenge. They really do want to grow spiritually and into the image of Jesus because, I mean, they're there. They're searching. And I fear that by failing to be clear about expectations, 
we've unconsciously lowered the bar. You know, if you come to church, you're a follower of Jesus is kind of what we're saying Mm -hmm. without there being some clear expectations. But that is that true? No. I mean, doesn't Jesus expect more out of his followers? Yes. I I think he absolutely does, and we are being disrespectful to Jesus by not following through with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But let's move on to some suggestions, some strategies for helping those guests who may even be regular attenders to engage the church beyond the weekend services. So why don't you get us started, hon? Okay. Well, let's think about this. Once we clearly communicate that that our Lord and this church expects that people do more than just attend, one thing and the first thing churches can do is simply to invite people to hang out after the service. Again, we want to encourage repeat guests to engage community, to meet Christians, and to begin to develop relationships with one or a few. So we're recommending a brief gathering, uh, a brief short meetup after the Sunday assembly that connects recent attenders with other attenders, with members of the church. Yes, and you were right to say that it should be a brief gathering. Mm -hmm. Encourage guests to take just 15 minutes to meet some of the members of the church. The members of the church would introduce themselves. They may introduce the minister to them. Or they may just point them to a next step. They may just welcome them and thank them for coming to and being a part of the assembly. Right, and I can see that when the right person or persons facilitate this gathering or this meet-up, it's going to help new people get to know one another and members of the church a little bit better. Yes, it's sort of a meet-and-greet time. And, And you will want really friendly, outgoing members of the church in that brief meeting, won't you? Sure. You know, I'm thinking back, we've been blessed to be a part of a lot of churches, and there's some folks that just kind of float to the top when I think about these people that are friendly and outgoing. I'm thinking of Steve Smith. Remember him? He was just always smiling, sure. always friendly, and really genuine. And I think of Marilyn Dobson, who is a dear friend of ours and just warm and winsome and loves people. She does not pressure. She just loves and cares for people. Yes, yes. Those are the type of folks that you just need in that spot. That's right. There needs to be a team that facilitates that meet and greet time. And that team, uh, as you said, needs to be friendly, winsome, genuine, a team that loves people. And by the way, That team needs to be led by a leader who owns it. Remember, if everybody owns it, no one owns it. So true on that one. Can you imagine what kind of impression would be left if everyone on this team expected someone else to meet and greet and no one showed up because there was no ownership? So we're recommending that churches create a team whose job it is to meet new people and point them to their next step in engaging the church. And that one champion person will need to be shoulder tapped to lead this team. And again, this meet and greet time is to be brief, non-intrusive, just welcoming, hospitable, warm, connecting them to people. That's right. Not trinkets and gadgets and require requirements, but connecting them to people. Yes. As you said, we are imagining a team that is focused on connecting. 
with first, second, and third time guests. Right. And hey, we all want people to get connected. Mm -hmm. And by the way, this team needs to be gifted in the area of hospitality, as we've said in so many words. Absolutely. Team members can be trained to get to know new attenders by asking questions, questions about uh, family, occupation, recreation, and et cetera. I mean, team members will need to be trained in how to make these initial connections. I think the word training is really important because mm-hmm. without some training, this can turn into an interrogation, you know, where you just kind of pin people up against the wall like you're trying to find out every small piece of information about right. them. People need to be trained to read people, to know how to engage, how far to go, when to pull back, but just how to make people feel warm and welcome. Actually, we're talking about training people and how to build trust mm-hmm. with other okay. people. And so by way of review, our first suggestion is to create a team to connect with new attenders and invite those new attenders to meet for just a few minutes after worship with this team. Step one then is to invite people to join you right after the service for 10 to 15 minutes and to use this time to connect with new attenders as well as to connect with one another. And you know, we should add that it's important that you have communicated to these new attenders that their kids who are in the children's ministry will be well cared for, well supervised in the children's ministry. Um, if you have if you have one in that ministry that is running simultaneously with the worship time. In other words, make sure your children's ministry team knows that this 10 to 15 minute gathering is happening. And that's the reason a few parents might be delayed a few minutes in picking up their kids. Good. Get Good. everybody on the same page, but especially reassure their parents. That their kids will be well cared for while they're in that brief yes, meeting. Yeah. Yes, and it's not an imposition, and they're going to be taken care of. Right. Good. Okay, is there anything else we want to add about encouraging this engagement between uh, new attenders or guests and the church? Well, let's just add that a church will want to offer short events before and after the regular assembly times that will f- just introduce people to their, your church. Okay. I mean, the point we're making here is that you want to create either before or after or sometime, you want to create and facilitate ways for guests to meet members of the church. Good. Connect. Right. And these short events, as you say, they should be focused on the church's mission and the discipleship path that church leaders have identified. In other words, here is the next step that we would like to see you take or that we imagine or envision you taking. Again, we don't think this is the time to press for attenders to become members of the church. That's a big commitment. Mm -hmm. However, it is the time to help new attenders figure out what their next step is in their journey to Christ and spiritual growth. I suppose the main point of this podcast is that we need to encourage new attenders to take a next step. Right. And that next step might be a short meeting with members of the church, perhaps with the minister, perhaps with other church leaders, certainly with a carefully selected team to make connections with the church. Good, good. Great. I I like the encouragement to just get them to do something beyond the weekend worship service. I like that. And before we close, let's underscore something else that we've said in this podcast. I want to go back to Kerry Newhoff. Recently, he had a blog post about, I thought it was so good how he worded it. He talked about making it uncomfortable to stay disengaged in church. 
Isn't that good? <laughs> he wrote that when you don't expect people to do more than to attend your church, you should be you shouldn't be surprised if that's all they do is just attend. And I think that's so true. As church leaders, we need to focus on helping people to take their next steps of engaging on the pathway toward becoming more like Jesus. Good. Good. Uh, any other words of encouragement on this really important topic before we close? Well, I think you've summed it up well. I just want to remind our listeners once again that we are just about ready to launch Effective Church Leaders University. For example, our graphic design professional has just completed the digital workbooks we put together for the first three mini-courses that will be in the university. Friends, we'd like to see hundreds of you get into ECLU from the very beginning. So let me encourage you to go to EffectiveChurchLeaders.com and join the wait list now. By joining that wait list, you will get updates and special promotions as we get closer to the launch of this new resource. It's going to be good. So go to EffectiveChurchLeaders.com and join the wait list today. We are really excited about this resource. It's something that Again, we just hope we can help support you. And uh, we'll uh, hope these recent podcasts have been helpful to you as well. So please plan to join us next week for a brand new episode of the Effective Church Leaders Podcast, where we will help you find answers to your questions so that you can lead more effectively. God bless you, friends.